Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blues forward, David Perron, kind enough to join us as he does every week here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? We're doing good. I got to start with this. Michelle and I, we have this thing called the panic bus. And when you guys struggle a little bit, we say, okay, we're getting the panic bus warmed up. And do you want to join us on the panic bus? Players don't panic. But when the team is struggling, David, like (laughs) it it is right now, what's it like in the dressing room? What's the the demeanor of the team like? Yeah, I mean, uh, we understand the uh, fan base, how they would feel about um, our situation right now. Uh, but I think for us to turn this around and, and uh, do the right things on the ice, we really have to not listen to the noise on the outside and, and really try and bear down and focus on game by game, like I said last week. Um, what I'm pleased with in all this is, is kind of some of the stuff that we've done. We've finally outshot teams every game, uh, last three games. Uh, probably should have won all three. And sometimes it's just the way hockey goes. It, it reminds me a lot of, of uh, December 2018, uh, the 18-19 season when we won. And when Chief took over for a good part of December, we were out playing teams, out shooting teams. We wanted to have more shots on net, less shots at our net. We've done that, um, but uh, we weren't getting the results either. So sometimes that's how it goes. And uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, we never know the, the, the future or what, what is going to happen, but uh, that's our hope is that we keep doing that. We David, you guys have a couple days off this week. What was the message from Chief as you guys went into this mini break? Yeah, just find a way to, to get away from hockey, just a little bit mentally at least. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just I, I think obviously we're at the rink a lot this year, uh, more than usual. We're together a lot more, and it's, I mean, it's great when it's doing well. It seems like it cl- it clicks everyone together. When it's not going as well, uh, uh, maybe there's uh, overthinking on players' part. Uh, everyone's got their heads into a lot more. So, yeah, like I, it's not an excuse at all. But maybe those two days you find a way to, to freshen up a little bit mentally and, and come back for uh, tomorrow. And uh, as we're on the way to the ring, we still have to go testing. And there's always workouts and stuff sometimes. But... Um, it's it's pretty much lighter days for sure. Yeah, with this schedule, having two days off in a row where you don't even have to go into a rink, that's kind of underrated. That really can make a huge difference for you, can't it? Yeah, again, like this year, like even on our days off that we have, like we still have to go in for testing. So they're, I guess, quick, quick in and out and uh, try and, and uh, get away from it. Uh, it's easy to look at different situation, uh, different aspect of our special teams on both sides of, of it. What can we do better? Things like that. But I think these two days are not for, for, for that. You're trying to really spend some time with family. We've been, we've been on the road like 23, 24 days of the last like month or so. Uh, 
before this week. So um, it's nice to, to start enjoying uh, the St. Louis weather. It's getting nice outside. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. David, we haven't spoken to you since the passing of Bobby Plager. I know you've spoken about it prior, but not with our audience. Can you share with us just what Bobby Plager meant to you? Uh, I mean, he meant a lot. Uh, I'm actually driving uh, on 40 right now, and uh, it's kind of right where it happened. So it's always hard. I I think it's an area that um, I'm going to be thinking about it forever every time I go to the rink, Um, even if. I live somewhere else down the road. I come back. I know I'm going to remember exactly where. Bobby's a guy that just welcomed anyone and everyone that, that came to the Blues. Um, and especially in my first six years, he was around the rink almost every day, talking to guys, joking around. Uh, he always would stand by the gym and always joke around how he would. He wouldn't, he's never stepped in a gym, and he, he was making sure he wasn't entering the room at all, <laughs> things like that. He was always mentioning to me the story when he was playing, he would stop, I think it was like at 5.55 or 4.55, just to, he would stop on the side of the road just to make sure and waiting for the number five to, to basically pop up on, on the clock to, to keep driving and, and get to the ring. Just like all, all kinds of like superstition routine that he had. Um, I mean, I'm going to miss everything about Bobby Plager. He just, he is what uh, everyone's trying to be uh, in the city as far as, how much he loves the city, how much he loves the, the St. Louis Blues. And um, he, he makes people believe uh, about that. Like when we won the cup and we brought it back to him uh, on the ice, I mean, all the guys were extremely happy for him. That was one of my big takeaways, David, and watching a lot of videos and reflecting on Bobby Plager's life was that moment when he hoisted the cup. Seeing the pure joy that you guys had watching him experience that moment, I thought was so special. Yeah, like the alumni uh, in this town are great. Obviously, uh, every single one of those guys, uh, they put in the effort to make the, basically put the organization in a spot where we, we had the chance to win the cup. Uh, every single one of those guys worked extremely hard, and Bobby was one of the first guys to do that, obviously. So uh, the amount of times that he mentioned to me that he wanted a parade, whether it was a, as a joke or not, and uh, all kinds of ways that we'd bring it up, so... Uh, it's it's an extremely sad situation, uh, but I mean, as we look back more and more, we're we're extremely grateful that we were able to do that for for the fan base, for him, for all those guys that that really put in all the work in the community, in the city throughout the years to to put the the Blues where they are right now, and and it's our job to keep that going forward and and, and uh, even make it better. Hey, David, I, I believe that Bobby Plager taught me more about the sport than anybody else. Just somebody who never played the sport. And he just had such a logical and simple approach to the sport. Was there a hockey thing that he taught you or that he passed along to you that you've taken with you just in terms of simplifying the game or the way that you play the game? Hey, Bobby would never really talk hockey with me. Really? It was always uh, just having fun, keeping things loose. And even as we go through this little slump right now, I think it's important to keep it loose a little bit around the rink. Otherwise, uh, it's easy to get too tight, very easy in, in situations like this. And it, it's not for the lack of caring. And we all know guys like Bobby cared the most, obviously, and they still found a way to keep things loose. Um, and even, obviously, I didn't see him uh, much play, but you see the highlights, all that stuff. He played so hard. Um, so, obviously, he was able to, to bring it on the ice at the right time. And that's what we're trying to do. Like, we're trying to, I think that's the biggest thing from Bobby, just his passion for Blue Note. Um, 
if if we all have that passion, we're going to uh, have a really, really good year every single year. David, is there something specific you guys do to keep it loose? Is there something in the routine that you implement, or is it just a joke here or there? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. But, yeah, like I think um, when you're around the rink, uh, especially – I try to uh, talk to some of the younger guys sometimes uh, prior to to warm up, after warm up, whatever. Uh, not so much like when the game is started, but sometimes you can tell there's some nerves, crack a joke or two. But it's it's mostly on the old older guys uh, to do that. I remember just what Walt was doing a little bit, uh, Keith Kachuk when I was younger, just trying to bring the same same type of thing you learn from from those guys and uh, you can see what was working uh, some guys need to to keep it serious before a game some guys need to you can tell they they need to loosen up to play their best so um it's i think it's a situation to, to situation david you, you mentioned the word passion and uh, i noted positively i might add that you uh, broke your stick over the goal post after the overtime loss the other night to san jose have you ever done that before <laughs> not as hard uh not as hard that's for sure even my dad uh my dad chirped me a little bit about that one so i i knew that it was probably pushing me a little too much um because my kids came to a game and he's like well i hope that uh i hope that your kids had left before the end of the game <laughs> and i was like actually they did but i got your message thank you so, <laughs> uh now i'm like Obviously, I, I think there's times for that stuff. There's also times when afterwards you realize that it probably was a little bit unnecessary. But at the same time, it was just kind of the buildup of, of everything. I thought on the ice there were plays that we could have been a little harder. And sometimes it just brings frustration um, to you. And, uh, yeah, there's different ways to, to I guess, uh, deal with it. So to to wrap this up, you're feeling pretty good about the way things are and the way where things are headed, at least, right? Yeah, like that's again, like our goal. Um, coaching staff kind of challenged us to to start out shooting teams more, to limit the scoring chances and limit the, uh, the shots against. Because in the years that we had success in the last couple of years, we were definitely one of the top teams in the league to uh, not allow as many shots as we were since the start of the season and we did that the last three games uh, a lot of the points they wanted we cleaned up a few things system wise and right now yeah like we need to shoot the puck better we need to when we have a chance to bear down and put it in it's going to really take pressure off um, every single aspect of our game whether it's penalty killing if it's a night it's not going well our power play needs to go out and be better uh, yeah so it's, it's not uh, near where we want to be yet but I, I'm looking a lot more for the next week compared to, let's say, the last week where we needed to turn around a lot more things. David Perron, enjoy the rest of this day off. We appreciate you taking some time with us on the day off. Back at it tomorrow, and go get them over the weekend against Colorado. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Talk to you next week. All right, David. Appreciate thank you. It. Appreciate it. That's uh, David Perron with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. 
While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.